0: Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Quote.Town podcast. Once again, I'm Josh Sheminoff. As always, welcome by the one and only man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, future jiu world champion. Angel Ortega. A lot of stuff to talk about this week. Obviously, the long hiatus of the USC has come to an end. We got an event on Saturday. Super pumped about that. We'll also talk about KSI Dylanis. That's off, but don't worry. The YouTuber does have another opponent who we will discuss. As well as a bunch of news, some of it good, a whole lot of it bad, frankly. Um, but uh before we get into all that, as always, you're brought to you by two fantastic sponsors of the show, Rogue Energy. And Elixir, RogueEnergy.com, Elixir.com, code it, sound off for both. Obviously, we've had Rogue Energy a sponsor of the show, really, for, you know, the majority of the show this time, uh, the majority of the time the show's been around, they've been fantastic the entire time, they helped me motivated to get back to my gym routine, which I did the start of the year, because I'm one of those terrible people, Um, although I'm not clogging up the gym, I'm working out in my home gym, because I'm not an asshole, like all the other people who clog it up. Um... Guys, I've had that one on my mind for a little bit. Just want to put that one out there. Uh Angel gets it. But uh <laughs> But uh yeah man, uh Rogue Energy fantastic sponsor. Elixir though. If you're looking for something on like the opposite end of things, Rogue Energy will get you pumped up, Elixir will calm your ass down. They're one of the leading distributors of Delta 8, 9, and 10 products, as well as HHC and some other things along those lines. Fantastic sponsor. I've used them myself many a times. Um, so, yeah, uh, coach down off for both of those, Rogue Energy and Elixir, and I will remind you guys once again before the end of the show about those sponsors, but, dude, no MMA last week, no boxing last week, well, I guess Jervonta Davis to pick up a win, but, uh, nothing major, um, that fight almost didn't happen, but Angel, the long hiatus has come to a close, UC Vegas 67 going down this Saturday night from UC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Look, dude, uh, it, it's... Not what we expected. We were expecting a middleweight fight between former title challenger Kelvin Gaslam and the rising Nasruddin Imabov. That fight is off. Kelvin, uh, sustained an injury. Apparently he hurt his teeth somehow. I'm not sure if he's doing some late fight weeks sparring or whatever the fuck, but fights off. And Sean Strickland, who yes, just fought this time a month ago, will be stepping up. They're gonna, he's gonna fight Imabov on short notice at 205 pounds. Weird matchup to start the year, man. Um, because of the short notice, because of everything involved, even Gaslam being involved was kind of a weird one given his recent losing streak. But Angel, what are your thoughts on the short notice fight and, uh, who are you leaning towards, man?
1: I mean, uh, completely threw my week off, right? Because I was full force into this week. Oh, we're about to get Kelvin versus Nazarene. You know, this is the whole, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is, this is the final product. Coming to find out days out that, uh, Kelvin is out and Sean is in. Fuck me, dude. I, I I did not expect it. You know, in my head, I had all the matchup planned out. I was like, oh, this is going to play out probably, you know, <laughs> this, this, and that. And then you throw fucking Sean Strickland in the wrench. And then on top of that, they're like, it's not going to be a 185. It's going to be a 205 like you just said. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude. I, I, I don't know. I mean, for Sean, I guess Sean is one of those people who I, I think is capable of coming in on short notice. I wonder if the no-weight cut would be kind of a, a nice help, you know, if that would be able to – benefit in the long run i'm assuming it will in some capacity how much it will i i don't know Mm -hmm. this guy who comes in with a a, you know it's a pretty good conditioning always doesn't get really tired bring comes forward brings the action and uh in five rounds i don't know how that's gonna be though for Mm -hmm. imamov he was preparing for five rounds he expected five rounds so i think you know maybe drawing out you know going to you know taking as far as he can bring him in deep waters could. Be to play, but at the same time, like I said, Sean is always very well conditioned, so I don't know if that would be, end up working out in his favor. Uh, Nazarene, though, I mean, we've seen, we've seen him, man. He's had this nice little steady rise. He's so young, 26 years young. Uh, I mean, at yeah, the MMA factory, the, 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 the notorious French gym that we all know, uh, mm-hmm. with Fernand Lopez and them. But, uh, nevertheless, man, uh, I think I might have to go Nazarene. I think he was preparing for a five-round fight. I think he's going to be there for a five-round fight. I don't know if Sean's going to be able to – I don't know how he's going to fight with the extra poundage and then it being five rounds and everything. Granted, though, he's always sparring. That's his main thing when it comes to you know being in the gym. So I don't know. It might, not, it might not affect him at all, but, I mean, this is really short notice, lack of preparation for an opponent. I mean, I just don't know if this is enough time to get ready for this kind of a guy who's on the come up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Sean Strickland, this is kind of, a, it's kind of a weird decision to be made. Well, I mean, it is Sean Strickland, so I guess it makes sense. Um, but, no, it's no, just, uh, it. I mean, two fight losing streak, you're stepping up against this rising prospect who's looked unstoppable late. Not maybe not unstoppable, but looked super impressive lately. You know what I mean? Um, it's just a little bit of a bizarre, bizarre decision on, on his half. Um, I will go put it out there, man. I think Nasrin Imanov is going to put on a statement. I think he's going to go out there and get a statement win. I mean, I felt like no matter – look, this is a guy that when he first came to the UFC, I was not that impressive, impressed with him. He had a close fight with Jordan Williams. He lost to Phil Haas. You know, he didn't impress me too much on the regional scene. But since then, dude, he has just looked like a fucking a murderer. I mean, he, he demolished Ian Hynish. He beat the dog shit of Ed, out of Edmund Shabazzian. He went out there and beat Joaquin Phoenix. and that Not Joaquin Phoenix, Jesus Christ. Oh, my Joaquin God. The Joker. He the Joker. Joker. He beat the Joker. No, he he beat Joaquin Buckley uh, pretty soundly in France, if I remember correctly. Um, so he's looked very, very impressive, and I think he's going to out there. And for Sean Strickland, just fought a month ago, two losses in a row. I think it's just a rough decision. I mean, he's stepping up on a new, different weight class he's never competed at. You know, because remember, guys, Sean Strickland used to be like a welterweight, if I remember correctly. Like he's not exactly a huge middleweight either. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and take Ivanov. He's big for the weight class. This may even help him, honestly. Like he not having to cut the weight. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're on the same page, man. This just seems like a, a bit of a biz- bizarre decision to be made.
1: Yeah, but I wonder what their other options were. You know, there had been another option.
0: I guarantee you, there there was another option, but I don't know what it was. Um, guess we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, Sean, I mean it, it's a gamble. It could pay off for Sean Lipton. I mean, he, if he pulls off a big win here, we'll look like dumbasses, but... Uh, he could
1: do it, though. He could do it. Like, who's got to do it? It could be him.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, it it is possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but um, I'm going to take him involved. I've just been so impressed with his last few wins, man. I mean, he's looked like a... And remember, dude, he's only 27. He's just now hitting his prime, so... Kind of makes sense why earlier in the series, he's struggling a little bit, you know, early 20s, UFC, early UFC jitters, but now he's settled in, first main event, I don't think he, he's walking out of that arena with a loss, but, uh, co-main event is honestly the fight I'm admittedly more excited about, it's kind of weird, because it's a bit of a weird booking, but, uh, Dan Ige, he's not talked about in a while, 50k, dude, rough, rough losing streak for him, man, I mean, he came in, he was hot, came in real hot, you know, he lost his debut, but then he... Rattled off like a seven-fight win streak. He had a couple of split decisions in there, but, you know, still beat some good names. He lost to Cater, knocked out Gavin Tucker. Since then, it has been brutal. Three losses in a row, all by decision. And uh, none of them were really that close either. He's um, going to be taking on Damon Jackson, 34-years-old Oklahoma native, who is riding one of the most unexpected win streaks that I've personally seen in a while. I mean, <laughs> you know, he came into the UC, not a whole lot of hype. Beat Mursad back that got annihilated by Eliot Saporiti, which does happen. But since then, four wins in a row. He's had some banger fights in there too, dude. Very excited for this fight. What do you think about it?
1: Like you said, kind of a a, ma- a match that kind of threw me off. I didn't expect to see this. You know, I didn't expect to see these two names across from each other. But, shit, and Damon Jackson, seasoned guy. He's been around, dude. He's he's fought in a lot of these promotions: LFA, Bellator, PFL, uh, the UFC. Now, I mean, he's he's done it all, right? He's been everywhere. He's He's competed everywhere, and that's kind of cool. Uh, kind of settling in right now into the UC, kind of finding his place, looking to be uh, – because he's not ranked right now, is he? This would make him a ranked fighter, right? Correct, yeah. Which is, is his till moment, co-main event, open up the year, set up the rest of the year for himself, looking up to get other big matches going forward. I think it's Damon Jackson's time, Josh. I, I He impressed me that Pat teeny when I did not – I don't know if I had picked – I don't know. I don't think it was a co-main or – or main event for that. I don't, I don't believe so. It was, like, it was just a fight night where they were on the card. And he comes out here, and he finishes in the first round. It, it was a crazy finish. It was that Corey Sanding and Sonja on card, which, overall, that fight was fucking great, too. I don't, I don't know if you remember. That was the Gregory Rodriguez-Chien Jaquani fight. Hmm. Uh, I think had, it was Andre Philly-Balagio. Joe Pfeiffer was on that, kind of got some kind of fun, and, and many more, you know. I don't got to mention them all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of come out of nowhere. Uh only lost in the UFC is to Ilya Taporia, which is like no shame in that. I mean, we see where Ilya's at now. But outside of that though, he's beat everybody else that he's come across and I mean he just needs to pass the the, the test against Stanley Ige and be like, I'm a ranked fighter.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm uh I think he does pass the test, dude. I'm on the same page as you. I think he's gonna go out there and get the win. He's a guy that uh man, I mean, this is this is why the sport is so fun, man. This is, you never see shit like this in other sports. Like Damon Jackson's a guy that like and he was in the UFC at one point. People, most people don't know this. He had a UFC run. He in like 2015. I think he lost all of his fights. I think he went like 0 and three, you know, um, or something along those lines, roughly. And then he got released. He went to LFA. You know, he became LFA champion. I think he might have even had a fight. Or ch- I, I vaguely remember him fighting in PFL. I think that may have not happened. That could be crazy, but, um. But then, like in like 2020, I'm pretty sure he got signed as like a short notice guy because they needed somebody. And he's all he's like 35 years old, and he's just coming out here and putting on banger fights and just winning him. That, that you mentioned the Pat Sabatini one, that was super impressive. I was really impressed with the Charles Rosa win. I don't know if people remember that fight. Uh Charles Rosa has always been like kind of like you know he'll have good moments and bad moments, but that fight really wasn't the. Damon Jackson just beating him, it was the way he beat him, Charles Rosa opened him up in like round one, and I shit you not, I thought Damon Jackson was going to bleed to death, like, he, he, you know, he, there was so much blood in that fight, and he was like, nah man, I'm good, you know, like, what, what's it, uh, you know, tis just a flesh wound, you know, like, he just did not give a fuck, and kept on fighting, and put on a great performance, and he, uh, dominated that one, if I remember correctly, despite the fact that he was bleeding out, you know what I mean, um, so, yeah, man, I'm going to take Damon Jackson. I've been very, very impressed with his current win streak. He's a guy that I'd never expect to be in the position where he is in his, in his mid-30s, kind of trying to break into the rankings and putting on just incredible performances. But I think he does. I think he does break into the rankings. I think he gets a big win here. I don't know how. But um, look, man, I just... I don't know. I, I like this Damon Jackson storyline, man. I, and uh, there was somebody who dropped out recently, like a month or two ago, and he was like, you know, I'll fight that guy. He, didn't, he, like, he does not care. He'll fight anybody. He just wants to keep on approving, and that's the type of shit that I love, you know. So I'm going to take Damon Jackson. I think he's going to get the win and become ranked after this weekend. But um, this card, interesting one, you know. I feel like that's probably the only, the only way to put it. Um, not Does not blow your hair back. Obviously, UC 283, that's the big one next week. Uh and that card is stacked, but this card, there are some solid fights, you know, it's not super high on name value, but there are a couple of fights in here that should be very entertaining, man, which ones are you most looking forward to? Uh,
1: You know, I was talking to you in the green room, Josh, Jimmy Flick's return against Charles Johnson, uh, like I told you, man, my, my little underdog pick of the week, you know, I was like, love, Jimmy Flick, been out of action for a little bit, but he didn't leave, you know, he didn't uh, go away and by, uh, you know, not on a good note. You know, he, mm-hmm. he had gotten a few wins in a row, and now he's back. And I'm like, look, anything can happen. He's he's kind of in a prime position to kind of do something. And, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, for him, and he does, right, because this is a return fight. Obviously, um, not an easy fight, though. Charles Johnson on the other side, we've, we've seen him. He gave Mohamed Makaev a, not like a terribly hard time, but he made him work for the win, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is always... I mean, especially, I mean, we we, at least I like talking about that level of talent so much. And he picked up a win over uh, Zalagaz and Magulov, a split decision. And he was part of a a fight uh, last year. He's he's had a few bangers against a lot of uh, high-ranked opponents. I mean, he's fought Julio Pavia, Miro but Okay, we name them all. Jeff Molina, you know. He's fought the who's who's of of that division. I think that's setting up to be a great fight. And uh, another one that they brought back, Daniel Argueta, who was on the Ultimate Fighter Man, Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. He he actually fought Damian Jackson on a short notice, and they brought him back again, so it's kind of nice to see him around because I was actually like a really – like I really liked him on top, and I'm like I, I he'll be back. Like I, even if he loses, I feel like he's a guy that he'll be in the UFC at some point if not Bellator or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same page. Uh, well, actually, those, that's funny. So those are the two guys I was gonna highlight. Well, not two guys, but Daniel Argeta was one of the two guys I was gonna highlight. Yeah, he's he's very good. I'm happy to see him get the shot. Um and losing to Damon Jackson, no shame in that. I mean, we just talked about how good he is and how good his current run is. So, I'm happy to see Daniel Argeta back. Mateus Rebecca though. He's the guy I'm watching. Uh, at lightweight, 30 years young, just hitting his prime, 16-1. and I'm pretty sure he's one of the biggest favorites on this card. Just think of Nick Fury, who's one of, is um, coming out of the uh, the New England Cartel with Tyson Chardier. He's 25 years young. That's going to be a fun fight, man. I mean, um, Mateusz Ravecki is the biggest favorite on the card, and for good reason. I mean, if you look at uh, the way he's winning these fights, and he's 16 and one coming out of fucking like uh, Poland, guy like. <laughs> Anytime you see a guy with a name like that, I'm like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a fucking problem, you know? <laughs> but uh, I have watched some tape on him. He won his final contender series, and uh, he's got a lot of talent, man. But Nick Fajor coming that very young kid, coming out of a great gym, that could be an underrated banger to watch on that card, man. Um, obviously, i got to go ahead and highlight my boy, Abdul Hazak Al-Hassan, Judo Thunder, one of the most entertaining guys in the UFC. I really hope he gets a win here. He's going to be fighting, uh, I believe, he may not be UC newcomer, but relatively inexperienced Claudio, uh, Claudio Ribeiro, nine two, coming out of Sao Paulo. Obviously he's Brazilian in case you can tell by the fucking name. Um, but, uh, wow, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm just saying, but, uh, yeah, he won his fight in the contender series in August and that's how he got this fight with Hassan. uh, should be a banger. Um, I'm really happy you highlighted Jimmy Flick because I was incredibly depressed when he retired after his UEC debut. Because I don't know if you guys remember the specifics of his UEC debut. Angel was correct in that. He did not uh, retire just, you know, for funsies or because he was terrible. You know, he just he felt like he needed a break. In his UEC debut, he had a flying uh, triangle against Cody Durden. So, about as impressive as it gets. So I'm very excited to see him back. I do want to go ahead and highlight Priscilla Cachuares, Shajar Eubanks opening up the card. Look, we can argue about whether or not they're actually, you know, they're ranked fighters. If they're actually good, they both generally come to bang, and that's all I really need. So, I mean, I'm, <laughs> that should be fun. And let me uh, bang, bro. Let me bang, bro. And then on the main card, I think I think we've this. Umar Nurmagomedov, Hyunwoo Barcelos, and Kaelin Vera, and uh, Raquel Pennington should both both be pretty fun. It's you crazy know, Ra-
1: that uh, they didn't save that fight for like a co-main, like on a different parts too.
0: Yeah. By the way, Rocky Pennington, I don't think most people realize this, she's on, like, we talk about low-key winning streak with Damon Jackson. I mean, super low-key winning streak for Raquel Pennington. Four wins in a row, and I'm pretty sure she uh, she beat Aspen Ladd last time out, and she stepped in on, like, fight week. Like, she stepped in on, like, ten days' notice. So, very impressive win streak for her, dude. I mean, you saw another person, like, mid-30s, just kind of randomly hitting their prime, or at least hitting their stride, you know rocky pennington so there's another one but yeah man any closing thoughts on this card before we go ahead and move on to uh, another event this weekend
1: uh no not not much else man i mean it's the first one back kind of like warming up you know warming us up back into it getting us back in the groove uh obviously you know the big thing this month is the pay-per-view and then right after that not too long after another pay-per-view they're hitting us back to back josh
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they are dude i mean I suppose the good thing of, the, of this UC hiatus, this UC break, is uh, man, they're they're coming back and they're coming back with fire. I mean, we got this card this week, which is pretty fun. It's it's nothing crazy, but it is pretty fun. And then obviously, I mean, that pay per view next week is going to be whew, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll put it like that. But um, yeah, man. I mean, we do got some other stuff to talk about this week. Obviously, it's not uh, as high stakes as U C Vegas 67, Seven. What what, uh, what, do you, what do you mean, Josh?
1: There can be a, There's a lot on the line here, Josh. I, I I don't know what you're saying. You're right.
0: You're right. Everything is on the line. Um,
1: you're lucky the the titles aren't on the line, Josh, for you know influencers. <laughs> I mean, the belt the bell might be up. Actually, we don't. We actually, I don't know. Are the belts up?
0: I I think, maybe, maybe? we'll find out. Yeah, man. But anyway, so this card was supposed to be KSI versus Dylan Danis. On his own pay per view, and then late last week, naturally after we ended the show, um, he pulled out Dylan Dennis, El Jefe, You know, former you know fucking Bellator fighter ducking a YouTuber it is something I never thought I'd see. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, first of all, before we even get into KSI's new opponent, I mean, what is your reaction to that fight being off? Dude, I when it when I saw that shit go down, I was like, "There's no fucking way this just happened." You just couldn't believe that he'd be he'd be so afraid of conflict with a YouTuber that he'd this guy this guy fucking he almost beat Gordon Ryan right In like 2018, 2019. I mean, I don't know about all that, but the thing is, it's like
1: I just didn't expect him to like back out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I get it. Um, I
1: mean, Josh, you could have called me on short notice, and recent. I would have stepped in it instead of fucking Tommy. I mean, shit, the whole,
0: we should, they should have called you. Joe Fournier fell out. They should have called you, too. Ah, oh, shit, I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't want that. You fight KSI, but you not fight Joe Fournier? No. He <laughs> uh, well, you,
1: you got that old man strength. <laughs> that's
0: true. He is an old man. But, uh look, man, I mean, I just, I can't, be- I mean, look, I, I can believe it, and I can't believe it. You know what
1: I mean? I mean, just the, the, yes. the, uh, that's probably the best way to put it right there. You can't believe it, but you can't believe
0: it. Because it's like, dude, like it. it he talks so much shit. But the thing about Dylan Danz is he talks a lot of shit. But people need don't. He's never pulled out of a fight. He's actually never pulled out of a fight. That's true. Like he's, he just had this time off because he's had a lot of knee injuries. I know. And uh, but in terms of like actual, you know, competing and whether it be grappling or whether it be MMA, he's never pulled out of a fight before. And so for him to accept this and to actually go on to aerial show, do Chael's show, do actual promotion and to still be like, bah. you know, like, it's just, I don't really feel like doing it. You know, like, that's just fucking crazy to me. It was so fucked up and trolly, too, dude. Like, what? Yeah, it really was, man. And then he didn't even come out with anything about it. He said, like, you know, like, oh, you know, this is fake news. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But, like, I, he didn't even really bother to defend himself either. So that's just, I mean, just just, just crazy. I mean, no one will ever try to make a fight with him ever again just because of that, right? Like, I think Bellator may just because they have him under contract. They're not going to be trying real hard, you know? Can you blame him? No, no, I don't believe him at all. I mean, Bellator... I even saw whenever somebody asked Scott Hoover like a month or two ago about this fight, he kind of gave like a laugh, and he's like, well, you know, we had high hopes for Dylan at one point.
1: <laughs> like, it's just...
0: And it's hard not to. Do. Like, there was legitimate hype. It's kind of crazy to think about now, but like, there, whenever Dylan signed like 2017, 2018 to Bellator, there was some legitimate hype there. I mean, you know, he was a decent prospect. I mean, he was super great on the mat. He was training with Conor McGregor in in SPG Ireland, and you're like, this guy does have. If he takes it seriously, he has legitimate skills that could pay off. Especially considering his his age, he's relatively young. I still, I still think he's only like in his mid twenties. Like. Just disappointing. That's that's what I'll say. Just disappointing. I had no expectations for Dylan Dance, and yet he still let me down. But KSI will continue to be boxing this weekend, man. And uh, a new opponent. It is Phase Temper. Interesting, interesting opponent. Given that Joe Fournier was on the card, was the backup fighter, and even had his opponent drop out. But alas, KSI versus Faze Temper to zone pay per view. Angel. First of all, I'll, I'll pitch this to you. Given the pullout, given everything that's happened, KSI's return to boxing has not gone that well, man. I mean, what if like, are you still interested in the, in the? I mean, but you you part, can't blame you know? for any of it though. That's the thing. I mean, I I think you can blame for the Dylan one.
1: You think so? I can. I mean, how how could you expect someone to pull out like someone who just well, I mean, to just put still on can't, you? So. true, but still Josh. I mean, you. I don't know. I fuck, dude. I would have sued the fuck out of Dylan, dude, for pulling out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't make anybody fight, but he definitely tanked the entire. That's what I'm thing.
1: saying. I would have see the fuck out of Dylan for, like, literally just, I don't know, like, out of the thing. And apparently,
0: there's no, the interesting thing about it is, there's no reason for him to pull out. Like, he didn't, he, he actually, like, he's not injured. There's just no reason for him to do well, it.
1: Well, the fact that, that there's fight. no, like, fucking repercussions either, you know what I mean?
0: Like, he just, you just said, yeah, fuck y'all, you yeah. know?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, that shit's so dumb that he just did <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just my personal opinion, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't blame KSI for all of it, but I do think, you know, you do business with people like Dylan Dennis, sometimes it won't always work out. But uh, I uh I don't necessarily blame him entirely, you know. I don't think that's fair to say, but, um. Look, man. I mean, as it is, it is, as far as the new uh, fight goes, what what's your interest level? Is it the same, or are you more interested? You know? I I I still think it's a very dangerous fight, dude. I mean, Tommy,
1: for obviously he had the, the fight against uh, Slim, right? Which obviously he lost, which was like, I mean, everybody was kind of like, you know, a lot of face guys were backing Tommy, and a lot of people were really high on Tommy. Fun fight though. I uh-huh. do mm-hmm. It was no, yeah. I thought you said fun fact for some reason. Oh no, no, right? no, no. I
0: said it was a fun fight though. It was, it was a fun fight, until
1: he got clipped. No, no, no. You're not wrong. But uh, and look, he fought someone who was similar in height, decent reach as well. Uh, like I'm telling you, I think it's, it's still an extremely dangerous fight for JG. Obviously, they have a professional relationship. I've, I don't know if they've worked in the past. Him in the face, guys. Side mean, There's a little something there. Uh Tommy was supposed to fight someone else but they didn't have an opponent at the time I, I don't think they ever had like an official person uh, they were looking at some options I can't remember who the the options were uh, but in the end I guess uh, it all kind of worked out and he still ended up getting fighting against JJ and like I'm telling you I, I still think it's a very dangerous fight I think it's not it's not an easy win for JJ uh, at 175 um, I'm sure Tommy had to cut a, a, a decent bit of weight especially now that I don't think he expected to get the call up um, so who knows how that'll be for him? Obviously JJ been in camp and ready, training really hard, super motivated. we at added a little longer than Tommy, but Tommy's always been really active in his personal life. Always working out. So he's, he's always been kind of like, uh, I feel like he's kind of like a naturally gifted guy, kind of super, you know, you, you look at the guy and he just looks generally in shape, probably doesn't mm-hmm. have to work out a lot to look kind of good. But I mean, for the actual matchup, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some rage, uh, advantage there for Tommy. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to fully take advantage of it at this level. Power. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, we saw what he did to overflow. Uh, I think JJ's big thing, big weapon is to be gas tank, dude. Gas tank, mm-hmm. bringing it on, making Tommy work. Tommy's tall. Tommy carries a decent amount of muscle mass. He's not super big, but I, I think it could be a factor later on if, if JJ makes these six rounds hell for him and bring, you know, he's able to make him work, make him heavy. And, uh, but I don't know, at any point, I feel like Tommy could hurt JJ and really change the pace of this fight really quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I think this is a, this is an interesting fight, and I feel like people that complain about, you know, this fight being booked and you should have fought Joe Fournier and yada, 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 I don't necessarily know if I agree with all that. I mean, it was an interesting fight. This is a very interesting fight. It's a very compelling fight, and there's a very good chance that phase uh, Temper could pull, the, pull off the upset here. I think he does have the range, he's a very athletically gifted guy, and I hate to say it, he's been in the fire more recently than J.J., that that sounds, it sounds weird, considering yeah, J.J. did have, you know, two fights in one night, but like, he went out there and fought a cab driver, and he fought a guy with two with two, two weeks boxing experience, like I know Spurman was technically the backup the whole time, but it's pretty clear he didn't take that shit seriously, you know what I mean, so, meanwhile, you know, Temper fought Overflow, who is a legitimate, you know, we're... Friend of the show, Overflow, who's a legitimate – you know, he's trained martial arts for a long time, and and then he fought Slim, who's legitimately in contention for the best boxer in YouTube boxing. So, um, I mean, I think temper can change change his fine and instant. I I, I think I'd I'd give the nod to KSI, though, if I had to pick, you know. But but this could
1: be very indicative of his year, Josh. I think how he looks against Tommy is going to set up kind of the year going forward for him because – I'm telling you, I think Tommy's still not an easy out. Like, no, he's not. not at I all. mean I mean Slim is really that good. So and people are gonna have to start
0: Odyssey that eventually.
1: Yeah, he's legitimately
0: good. And I feel like most people don't uh I don't think they give him the respect he deserves to an extent, you know. Um This is a tough matchup for JJ. I'm I've I i i got to admit, I'm very I'm surprised he took this one on uh on short notice. I mean, I understand like he explained that part of the reason why he did take it is because, you know, Tommy is a southpaw. He's been training for a southpaw because Dylan is and, and yada yada yada. But Tommy's a big boy. You know, he's he's a big boy. He's a southpaw. He's been fighting some killers recently. Um you know, he was the for what it's worth, he didn't he didn't take his fight necessarily on a short notice. He was the last person to be added to this card. We still don't even know who he's going to face. Is he ever going to announce it on like the night of or the day before or whatever? Um, it's like a surprise, but uh I agree with you. This is going to be very indicative of how KSI's 2023 is going to go. I feel like if he goes out there and struggles with temper or God forbid he loses to him, it's going to it's going to throw wrenches in some things. Man.
1: I feel I feel like the loss is the worst outcome. I mean, obviously. I feel like
0: I feel like if KSI loses, he's going to probably retire. You think I, so? I, Just like it that? depends on how bad he gets beat, I guess. If he goes out there and he gets caught, I could see him coming back for a rematch and trying to get that one back, and then hoping that Jake will still want to fight him. But uh, do you see him and Jake Paul go back and forth on on Twitter? Uh, I've
1: seen. I haven't like actually heard the actual conversations, but I know they've been having their back and forth. I've seen Jake's tweets like, "Jj, you're ducking me, this, this, and that." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they got a the Twitter Spaces and basically argued and. Basically, they're they're trying to make it, this happen in November. Apparently, that's that's the goal. Is that's, November. That's not unreasonable. No, it's not. Um, but I th- I I think it's gonna be interesting. I think um I I think you put it very well very well there. How this fight will go will determine how KSI's twenty twenty three is gonna go depending on. And I mean, if he just goes out there and smokes him, I'll be like, all right, well, fuck. Now we gotta. Now Dude, if,
1: well, if he smokes Tommy, that'll be impressive because not even Slim smoked Tommy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Slim dropped him, but that, people forget, that fight was very competitive until he got caught. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting, cause, I mean, I can see, I can see, you know, Tommy pulling it off, but, uh, if I, gun to my head prediction, I take KSI, but I have no idea, man, I really have no idea, cause this is, this is still really, it's weird, cause KSI, we've been talking about it in boxing for so long, but, like, this is his first real test since Logan, that was three years ago. Four years ago now. So. Um, Interesting, interesting. But as far as the rest of the card goes, man, what are you most looking forward to? Because this card actually is very, very intriguing. It's not as good as it could have been. Because obviously, you know, had yeah, Joe Fortier uh, fall out. And you know, obviously, Dylan Danis fell out of the main event. But I still think this card is pretty solid, man. What do you think about
1: it? I mean, to I a mean, minute, obviously, we have to highlight Slim. Obviously, he's a at least where I'm looking at it, he's the co-mate. He might not be fighting Tom Zanetti, which kind of came out of nowhere. You know, we kind of already seen, see Slim fight a name. Uh, didn't make that happen. I think they even tried to reach out to Gibb, and I guess Gibb wanted allegedly too much money. I don't know. We're not going to get into the whole speculation or what. I don't know yeah. the exact details. But Tom Zanetti, no prior experience. He was supposed to fight on that uh second Misfits card, but I guess it's both his opponents ended up falling out, or he uh, both his opponents withdrew, or something had happened. I don't know. So I guess he was supposed to be in in this part of this whole thing, but he hasn't gotten to be part of it. And he's getting the welcome by. Slim, which, I mean, that's a tough out, but if he's able to get that W, I mean, that's a big, that's a big statement, man. Uh, and I think as a follow up to that, I think one of the most anticipated fights of the night, if you've been keeping up with the whole YouTube boxing space, is, uh, Saw Puppy versus Josh Bruckner. Salt Puppy oh, wanted yeah. to, Saw Poppy wanted to challenge. I mean, Salt Puppy came from being, you know, overweight, not a big, you know, I, 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 not like super mainstream guy like, uh, JJ. Mm-hmm. Or Tommy, or these other guys, uh, kind of got his fame in different ways. And, uh, since then, man, done a full body transformation, kind of finding his his place in this whole YouTube boxing thing and, uh, getting a sick finish over Andy Warsey, uh at the end of last year. And now uh, taking on the guy that no one wants to box in Josh Bruckner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you laid it out there really well. Um, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's probably the fight I'm most excited for. I admittedly know very little about both guys, uh, but I, from what I have seen, they are quite entertaining, and as far as like YouTube boxing goes, they take their shit seriously. And from my understanding, isn't Josh Brookner been training in like a long time?
1: Yeah, he's in MMA, he's, he has like six pro bouts and shit like
0: that. Jesus, okay, yeah. And then obviously we don't know. Does Salt Topi really say that he just picked up training? Did he still say that? He probably says it, but he's been going at it for a minute now, man. Like, you've seen the weight change, you've seen the transformation. Well, with and, him. yeah, and also, like, the way he, the way he knocked out, um, I can't think of the guy's name. The way he knocked out the guy in his last fight, like.
1: It was War on, on something Worski. I just said Andy it. Too. Warski,
0: he, he put him out, the way he knocked him out, that motherfucker's been throwing hands for a while, I'll put it like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but, uh, yeah, man. It's gonna be a fun fight. I'm, I'm disappointed that one's only four rounds, but, uh. Yeah, that's gonna be a banger, and I'm very, very excited for that one. I'm happy Slim's getting you know, getting back in action. He's been super, super active. Like you mentioned, the Tom Zanetti booking came a little bit weird. But um I mean isn't he JJ's boy? Isn't Tom Zanetti like JJ's boy? I mean I, I don't know the whole connection there, but I, mean, uh, uh, well, I guess
1: I guess there is some there that I didn't know
0: I, from that was that's from my understanding. I know that he's got a couple of fights cancelled, uh Tom Zanetti has. So um yeah, I mean we'll see what he's got. And then we gotta throw out a shout out. Our boy swarms. I mean, <laughs>
1: you're such a fucking troll, dude.
0: The goat, the madman, swarms back. You know, so that should be fun. He gets Yeah, Ryan he
1: he he wants to get one back, man. He wants he wants to he wants to get his vengeance. He wants to rebuild his name. Ain't nothing wrong with that.
0: No, 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 not at all. I'm very happy for him. You know, when he comes into shape, he's fucking shredded. And he gets a
1: nice little finisher. You never know.
0: No, 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 it could happen. It could. The guy he's fighting, Ryan Taylor. You know. That should be fun, both, you know, from what I've seen of Ryan, he comes to bang, so that should be at least inter- interesting, but, uh yeah, man, and then last, we got to throw out a, a, a shout-out, friend of the show, Anthony Taylor, Sh- coming off his win on, win in the car park over Dylan Dennis in November, Ooh. I mean, <laughs> taking on Idris Virgo, who, from my understanding, is actually a pretty, is a pretty decent prospect, from my understanding, 12-0. Oh, fuck, so he's stepping into the Lions then,
1: huh? He is, but I mean, he, he already did that, though, against like, I mean, Tommy Fury, who had a fair bit of experience. You That's know?
0: true. That's true. Yeah, he fought Tommy, which most people forget, you know.
1: He's had some, uh, he's fought some other guys on like some legit, like some other legit boxing bouts before this whole, uh, like, YouTube boxing thing.
0: Yeah, he's Brackle. an interesting guy because he's, he's, he's too good to really fight some of these guys because he's a legitimate, he's been, you know, MMA, doing, he's training for MMA for like a long, long time. But you know, this one should be interesting. I mean, we'll see if he gets absolutely. I mean, God forbid. By the way, are we, scared, are, are, are we are we just still gonna get a
1: mystery bout? I think. I think so.
0: I think we are. Which I mean, we shit. We won't know anything till. I've heard a rumor that it's gonna be. Uh, is this Chad? Is is that the guy who uh,
1: went out I, there? I, and, I
0: thought
1: it was B. Dave or whatever the fuck the guy's name. That they could be fighting each other.
0: We don't know anything about the, the replacement.
1: I stuff. mean, we don't we don't know who it is. We just know that there's there might be some uh, mystery bout that they have the night of announced or the day before or weigh in or whatever the fuck it may be. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, man, we will uh we'll see we'll see. But I am very very excited for this card, man. I mean, for mine, it's I'm pretty sure it's still only fifteen bucks, same as uh. K-Sai's last card, which so smart,
1: so smart.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm very happy he's not going the 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 Jake Paul route because these are these are meme fights at their core. Let's be honest, they are they are meme fights. There's nothing wrong with it. It just is what it is. I'm not gonna spend that much on a meme fight, though. You know what I mean? Like
1: I don't know. I mean, I'll spend the 50 bucks. I think 50 bucks is very reasonable. No, no, I mean, I mean like
0: 50 bucks.
1: Oh hell,
0: 60 like Jake Paul's fights. No,
1: I mean. It depends on the fight, you know. If you're if fighting KSI, it's something huge. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I would have paid for Anderson.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, that's probably the only one I, I debate doing. I didn't end up doing. I went to my local Buffalo Wild Wings that night, but
1: that, yeah, exactly. That's a real play. You go to your local Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, man, that's that's the other card happening this weekend. We'll see what happens there. Can I'm very excited to recap that one and see what happens um, Saturday midday for those of us in the States. So Holy shit, really? Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know the actual time, actually, but, um, I mean, I think JJ, like, whenever he fought <laughs> Luis Pineda, <laughs> whenever he fought Luis Pineda, I'm pretty sure it happened at, like, 5 p.m. our time. So um, I mean, I remember watching that shit live. Yeah, same. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, let's see if I can get a confirmation on what uh, time it's going to be. Okay, that that's not helpful at all, thanks thanks, to Zone. Um, <laughs> they put up a graphic on their fucking Instagram of, like, here's how to watch, but they don't even have the time. But I'm just going to assume it's going to be around... You know? I see 1 p.m.
1: Eastern on here.
0: So, wow, okay, that's earlier than I thought, so... That's noon for us then, right? Jesus, yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. should be fun. Um, Shit, that is... We, early. We, we, we do have some news, and, um just kind of move on from the boxing, man. And it is, I, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta admit to you, man, I'm getting so fucking tired of getting on this show and ain't talking about sadness.
1: I can fucking tell it's it been me, like, dude.
0: it's been like a month straight of us just getting on the show and getting behind these microphones and being like, here's who died this week. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting so tired of it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we do have to talk about it because I feel like we have to give our, our due and Victoria Lee, the prodigy, uh, you know, you know, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say that off air. I'll say it off air. Okay. Right. okay. Well, the the prodigy. Um, passing away, 18 years young, man. If you guys don't know Victoria Lee, she was uh, the, the sister of Angela Lee and Christian Lee, who are, you know, killing it in one right now, and they have been for a while. Uh she was the youngest fighter to ever compete in one championship. I believe she compete started competing whenever she was 16 or 17. Um she was 3 and 0 inside the one cage or whatever they call it. I I'm pretty sure it's just they don't have like any specific thing like the octagon, but uh yeah, man. I mean Yeah. 3 and she went 3 and 0 inside there. In a year. Yeah, in a year. To be clear about that. She was she was active. She did not fight in 2022. We did not know the story behind that. But, um, yeah, man. 18 years old. I mean, and and let's be clear here. Uh, just, let's get this out of the way. She did not die of any vaccine bullshit because that's been... This I, story's I, hit the mainstream. I,
1: anyway. I I can't believe that I, I saw some shit like that. And I'm like, dude, how fucking... Is-? This has hit the mainstream, Angel. It's hit the mainstream. I've seen this everywhere. No, no, like, no. no. I, I know, but dude, I can't, I can't believe, I, I remember I looked up her name on Google, mm-hmm. uh, just to see, you know, the, whatever, uh, you know, everything that got written about it, every, all the information we had about it and kind of how it all went down. And I saw that vaccine shit, dude, I'm like, what inconsiderate fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Angel, I'm, I'm, dude, people never died before the vaccine is out. Let's be clear about that. Never. They never died. I mean, it has to, that's what it has to be. You know, it's not like you're... Look, I'll I'll put it like this. Like, motherfucker, are, how do you know?
1: Huh?
0: It's like, dude, how do you know she was vaccinated to begin with? Uh... Right? Because you have to be... Like, you have to be some sort of fucking pea-brained, absolute dumbass. If your first instant... If you, not even just that. You have to be, like, a, a legitimately shitty person. If the first thing you think after finding out an 18-year-old died... An eighteen-year-old who had a future in this sport, and a future not even just anything to do with fucking fighting. We just they had a fucking future as a human being, and they passed away. And your first thought was, "Hey, let me see what how I can tw- twist this for my political ideology." Like, what a fucking piece of shit. And I've seen that everywhere, dude. Like, my god, you know. Um, and and we'll put it. I mean, I'm not gonna put it out there because our family has has uh, has. Made it clear that if they wanted to out, wanted to be out there, they would have put it out there. But me and Angel have no like how what exactly happened, and um, it's just terrible. The people are exploiting the situation. Like it, it's it's fucking terrible. But I mean Angel, it's it, moving on from the conspiracy bullshit and, and all the terrible stuff that we've seen. Just kind of give your thoughts, man. I mean she was she was a, a tremendously young person when she passed away, but she, yet she still had accomplished a lot and still had a lot more to go.
1: She was someone who kept her in my interest because, I mean, I don't even think she was eighteen when she was competing. She was like what, 16, 17? 16, 17, Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I mean that in and of itself, and you know, and and not to be sexist or anything, but a but a girl, you know, a woman, you know. Uh, nevertheless, that too. I mean, that that's another thing, right? I mean, she she was a figure to some people, I imagine, you know, an inspiration to. Uh, a, a generation of, of younger athletes you know male or female uh and she just seemed like a and, and she was a little soft spoken she was very shy in her interviews you could tell she, she'd stutter kind of had some trouble you know talking but it, but it was all the i'm assuming all the adrenaline and it just the moment you know it's hard to to have words in those moments and, and it's just sad that we won't get to see that again in her, in her progression and all that because it seemed like she was ready to have a very bright future, you know, even if she decided to continue fighting or not, whatever her plans were, or, or you know, whatever her interests were, and it's just, it's just sad, man, because, like I told Josh, they literally December 20th, her sister, I, think, I don't know if it was her or her sister, posted a picture together with someone else reviewing this fucking local candy store, and then December, was it, like, 28th, or, what was it, Josh? Uh, I think it was the day after Christmas. Yeah, the day after Christmas, you know, she's gone you know like mm-hmm. it, it just it just goes to show how fucking fast how fast things happen and how quick people can be gone Yeah, so, I, mean. I mean there's there's not a, a lot to say obviously mm-hmm. i mean like we said i mean uh, everything's out there that the families wanted to put out there uh a lot of people have really uh you know put put their thoughts out there and kind of uh really feeling for the family I, I can't imagine how the two siblings siblings feel because as a little sister man i mean i i can't I, i've never had a sibling it's obviously impossible to imagine but i'm sure it's very painful and hurtful and hopefully uh we hear from them again and, and and obviously uh we continue to see them fight it'd be very sad if they decided to quit fighting and 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 you know because I mean this has affected their life so much I'm assuming and, and and every aspect and everybody and their family and uh, I'm sure the community and, and 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 everybody there is is mourning and terrible pain, um, but but it was very nice to see the the kind of I guess in a positive light the whole MMA community come out Josh and actually kind of care in some positive way.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, of I, was, course. I mean we're always gonna have the bad apples,
1: you know. Let's just say it.
0: I mean, no, no one community is perfect. I feel like, like, there are some communities that are just more toxic than others. Um, and may can definitely be a bit, a big toxic, a big toxic, but, um, I mean, yeah, dude, I just, uh, it just really makes you, um, I don't know how to put it. I mean, life is fragile, dude. I mean, and you never know what somebody's going through. And that's why you always gotta be there for, uh, your, you know, people that you love and the people that you support. You just gotta be there for them, you know, no matter what. And, uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's just terrible, and I, I think it's really frustrating seeing people try to just 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 have a little bit of humanity. That's what I, that's what I tell people, man. I mean, even some people I feel like have this have this thing where like you know, Josh I was going to get on this show originally, and like
1: go off, but I, but I held it all back.
0: Yeah, and I I kind of went off a little bit, but you know,
1: I mean, no, dude, dude, I I, I was going to go hard in the paint, Josh. I, was I know hard. you. Yeah, I Listen, know. I was, I was just dropping some words that might get just get, get fucking canceled. Dude. Oh no. <laughs> I I I mean.
0: I get it. You know, it's frustrating. It's, it's terrible. terrible. Um, all I just tell people is you know just have a little bit of humanity. Check on people. You know, and um, whenever something happens, don't if anything happens, don't don't think your first your first thought should never be how can I twist this from my ideology. You know what I mean? That's, I that's just I,
1: terrible.
0: I, I can't believe it, man. Like, it was it's a real it's a real and I want to like. Just, just have humanity. It, 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 it pisses me it. off, even, even,
1: even thinking about
0: it. I know. I mean, she's a, she was a real human being. She's not something. She's not, you know. She's not fucking AI. She's not AI. She's not. She's not some figure for you for you to use to push bullshit. She's a legitimate person who is here, who's gone, and she has people who are wrecked by that you should recognize that. And and look, here's the thing. Even if you think that's true, and even if you're not even doing it to push some bullshit, even if you 100% believe it, now's not the fucking time. Because for one, you're incorrect. For two, just fucking happened. So, yeah, man, that's my thoughts on it. But the bad news just keeps on coming. Because, uh, this one's a little bit different because um, it's not the passing away of you know thank God and uh, an MMA fi- an MMA fighter, um, but it's it's the opposite. It's the uh, it's the murdering by an MMA fighter. Um, I got the I. Funny enough, when I got this news, I thought it was the opposite because this person has been uh, a figure for a long time that we always knew. Phil Baroni, man, he was a uh, he was always, he was, what's the phrase, it's better to burn out than to fade away. Uh, Phil Baroni's been a crazy guy for as long as I've been watching MMA. And he's been cr- pretty much a crazy guy for, since as long as he's been around in sporting MMA. The New York badass always was pretty fucking crazy. He'd say some out of pocket shit. You know, last time I saw, I haven't paid attention to Phil in a while, but last time I saw he was just randomly uploading dick pics to Twitter probably like a year ago. Um, very bizarre guy, very strange guy, uh, which is why, uh, Whenever I, I, I was in a group chat and I like, Oh my god, you guys hear about Phil Baroni, I'm like, Oh my god, he died. You know, it had to be one or the other one. It had to be one one of two things, and unfortunately it ended up being even worse. He murdered somebody. Um the details are he, he lived in Mexico with his girlfriend and I guess he just he fucking beat her to death. Um We don't know much details outside of that. We know that apparently his story was that they got into an argument because she was cheating. You know, how convenient. The story makes him look good. Uh, and he went ahead and, uh, I guess, he threw her in the shower, she hit her head, and then he went and got the police after she took a nap and did not wake up. Um, according to the police, she... Uh, she basically got the shit beat out of her, basically. She she got beat to death. And there's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, this is not a wait-and-see you know, situation. I mean... I mean, I mean what, what do you say about this, man? I, there's nothing to really say about this. I mean, it's just terrible, but we kind of need to acknowledge the fact of these horrible things, like, I don't know why does this saying. shit keep on happening? You dude,
1: I, was it, like, the original report, like, Phil Baroni was, like, a fucking trained mercenary or some shit, like, some crazy oh, shit? I yeah, had not dude. heard about that. Dude, I could have sworn, like, I saw one that was, like, Phil Baroni in Mexico, trained a fucking mercenary or is, is a hitman or some shit like that. I kid you not. I can assure you Phil
0: Barone was not a trained hitman. I, I, I can assure you that Phil If Phil Baroni was a trained hitman, he would not be in jail right now. You know what I mean? Dude, he would have gotten know. out of the crime. He would not have been found, but... uh, No, I don't know anything about that.
1: Well, actually, you know, the crazy thing is, the first fucking thing that pops up when I look up uh, MMA hitman, the former UFC fighter who became a dangerous contract killer... Never mind, this is a different fighter... But I could have He's sworn it's
0: Jeffrey Epstein's
1: boy. No, it's, it's Kareem Zedan Delete uh, into the post of Mercury, former UFC fighter Amar who went from UFC to contract killing. Which this is from like 2016.
0: Oh wait a minute, Angel. I think that might be the guy. Hold on. I I admittedly I I was high when I when I did this. So I don't know if I actually texted you this. I think this might be the guy that fought Phil Baroni. Oh, he was part of the first ever murderer versus murderer fight in UFC history shit. Is that what it was? It might be. I actually, I was going to do a Twitter thread about this, but I thought, like, it may come off, like, bad to some people. It may come off as, like, morbid, but, like, the UFC, unaware, held, like, the first ever fight between two, mur- like, uh, murderers ever. Like, UFC 37, Murillo versus Bustamante versus Matt Linden, the oh. undercard had Phil Baroni versus Amar Suluet, and nope. middleweight. wait. UFC 37, yeah. yeah. The I New fair. York badass won by first-round knockout. And that was the end of Amar Sulez run. He he beat it in pride. By 2009, he retired. He became a contract killer in Russia, was charged with three assassinations due to stomach cancer. His trial was suspended. He never got, he never had to go to trial for it. He passed at 40. Seven years after Sulu had passed, Phil Baroni was arrested for the murder of his girlfriend in uh, Mexico. Holy shit, that's what it really was. <laughs> yeah, I, did I text you that, or am I fucking crazy?
1: I think I might have seen something like written like it, or something Okay, like that, or I might have seen it on Twitter. Like, I knew there was some sort of connection here. Like, there was some—something was involved, man. I don't know what it was. <laughs> At the end of the day, though, they were connected somehow.
0: They were. They were. So, yeah, fucking terrible. I mean, this just week has been horrific. For, for MMA, dude, and, um, you know, we'll continue with that in in, in a minute, you know, just, that's how bad it is, there's, there's more, but, um, God, what else, yeah. what else is there, did I miss one? I mean, let's just, I guess we might as well move on, there's admittedly not much to say about this, so I guess we might as well move on, but, um, yeah, uh, Jose Aldo, who we talked about, because Yair Bolsonaro is living in his house, in between, you know, going out to KFC, which, by the way, a quick... For those of you who are not aware and actually maybe listened to the show last week and thought, like, this is pretty funny what's going on because they're talking about Jair Bolsonaro and all the crazy shit going on in Brazil. They they had their own... Angel, did you see they had their own January 6th? What the fuck? They did? <laughs> they stormed the Capitol. Yo, that's kind of badass. In Brazil, they stormed the Capitol and the the Supreme Court. But it's even, funnier when, it's even funnier when you think about it through, like, terms of, like... Did anybody die? Like, I'm asking I, a- I have no idea. I don't know much about it, but... Okay, well... They did storm the Capitol, and it's like, you know, we're we're willing to die for this cause. The election was stolen. Yair Bolsonaro, he's the real president. And Yair Bolsonaro was just out in Florida like, oh shit, this is what a 7-Eleven is? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> he's, he's out getting KFC, he's wandering around fucking... He's, just, he's hanging out at Jose Aldo's house, and like... You know, thousands of miles away, people are dying for him. They're going to jail for him. You know, they're dying. I mean, they're dying for the cause. Yeah, they're dying for the cause. And he's like, "Oh shit, dog! Like, did, this is what Burger King is, man! Like, <laughs> whoa! Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, speaking of Jose Aldo, you know, he has Guillermo Bolsonaro staying at his house." Well, it seems that, uh, he may have been able to buy that mansion with a little bit of extra funds. Um, recently it was reported that his wife's name was found on a, uh, a list that was used during COVID for the, the poorest and the neediest in Brazil. And in case you're not aware, Jose Aldo and his wife are millionaires. So this naturally is not resulting in, in good press form. Um... And also I guess during that time they actually did buy that Florida mansion that year Bolsonaro is now is now staying at, so that's kinda of funny. But uh I mean, Angel, just another just another week, man. I mean, what is your I'm assuming you don't know much about this one, so what is your first reaction to finding out about this? Uh, I saw some stuff on Twitter, man, but fuck me,
1: dude. If this is true, damn, that is uh you know, not a good look for Jose Aldo.
0: I mean, yeah, definitely the to, to put it mildly, definitely not a great look for him, dude. I mean, um, A guy that I feel like everybody loves so much. It's been a a rough couple weeks for his news cycle. Did you see, uh, and and just to kind of stick on the same topic, but to move on a little bit to actual fight-related stuff, he's actually going to be making his boxing debut. Did you hear about this? Whoa, really? What the fuck? February 10th in Brazil against somebody that we do not know. Okay. Yeah. So what's 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 your first thoughts on that? Because obviously we knew that he got released from the UFC, um, on his own accord, though. On his own accord, you know. It wasn't like he was terrible, but, you know, USC decided to be nice, decided to be sweet. They decided to go ahead and cut him so he could do whatever he wanted. And that's exactly what he will do. So what's your kind of what's your thoughts, man? I mean, I think Jose Aldo, if this is a guy that's going to go into boxing, he's going to do well. It's going to be him, probably.
1: He could. I mean, it depends how far he wants to take it. That shit. I don't know how it's going to be, though, him fighting in Brazil with all this shit going on. Though.
0: Yeah, that may be a problem. <laughs> it's just... It's just I mean, obviously, we don't know much yet, and uh, I don't know how well regarded Aldo is in, in Brazil at this point, um, because there is, you know, a lot of support for year for and and uh, all that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we really don't know much, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this whole situation, man, because is Jose Aldo getting into hot water, and this is not just... This is not, let me be clear, this is not America, man. Um, because I'm not sure if you guys remember what happened whenever we had all this stuff happen. Uh, like, nobody went to jail. They kind of, they, they let them all go home after they raided the capital. Brazil has already arrested like, 1,500 people. Like, they have a different response. And uh, Jose Aldo... Imagine
1: if they would have had that response here. People would have been... Out, do you think people would have been outraged by that?
0: I mean, they shouldn't be. I mean, they, they'd... they if Look, man, I feel like the, this is, this is going to... people... Did not people die during that shit, dude? Like, i sure uh, people- I think six people died. Yeah, surprised. which is not some crazy number, but um, I, was, I was surprised. That's only I was surprised. It could have been much worse. That's the that's the point. Good
1: thing yeah. no. Good thing no one on the other side. Like, I'm talking about like the government side. Got fucking smart and trying to pull out something. You know.
0: Right. I mean, it was pre- it was pretty fucking bad, and uh, a lot of people just try like try portrayed as, like, oh, you know, it was, it was actually pretty funny. Now, to an extent, it was kind of funny, but that's be- it's because it didn't turn out so bad, you know, like, we were, we were, we were, you know, very close to some bad shit happening.
1: Um, yeah, no, say we had, like, random motherfuckers with barbarian and fucking Viking helmets and the Right,
0: family. right, you know, and, you know, a couple of police officers did get killed, and a couple of people on the opposite side, they, uh, they got killed, you know, so, it, but it could have been much worse, so, um, but they actually, you know, Brazil's actually arresting these motherfuckers, so that's that's the difference. But um
1: uh, respect to them, right? Could just, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll see if anything happens to Aldo.
0: So we'll see what happens. I mean he did not storm the Capitol, I don't believe. Um but uh yeah, anyways, man. Uh more stuff. The Slap League, Dana White Slap League, has been postponed. The debut on TBS. TBS stepped in and they said, Wait a minute, we really gotta we gotta put some repercussions you can't go around slapping your wife whenever we have a debut right around the corner. Dang sit in time out for one week. <laughs> they delayed it by a week. That's all. So Angel reaction. I mean this is this I is
1: even, I don't even know why they bother delaying it, dude. I'm not trying to be that guy, but
0: it is hilarious. It it's it's honestly they they, 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 they do not give a fuck. They really don't give a shit. Um and this is like the most like, you know how, like, companies pretend to care when they do something bad? They, like, release some PR statement, you know what I mean?
1: This is the most, like, basic PR movie you could ever do. They, they did,
0: we're going to delay
1: it by one week. This is like an intern decided to do this. They're like, you know something? What do you think is a good idea, intern number one? Intern number one's like, well, we could always just delay it if we don't really want to do anything else or release an official apology.
0: In delaying it, it wouldn't even be a bad call if they wanted to put it off a month or two. <laughs> they waited a week. It's a one-week post moment. They do not give a fuck. You, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Oh no!
1: Are you gonna get his cancel, Angel? Uh, I could, or I couldn't. I don't know. Type in the chat. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. This uh, is always the
0: way to determine it, if you should say
1: it or not. Let me see. I'm typing kind of fast, so you know it doesn't take up a lot oh, of air yeah. time.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah, you can say that one,
1: probably. <laughs> I was like, dude, I wonder if they'll show Dana's highlights last.
0: <laughs> What's up? Dude, I can't believe he did Fuck It Friday. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't talk he about did, that. Like a, a day later, he did fucking Friday. <laughs> dude, he slapped his wife on Monday and did fucking Friday four days later.
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? It's fucking it Friday. And then
0: <laughs> I can't believe he did it. Oh, my God. And all the comments were like, "Bro, like maybe this isn't the time." <laughs> oh my
1: god, that was like, so fucking. Funny. Well, what do you even eat for fucking Friday? I know this is random as shit.
0: I have no idea. It, well, it's never anything good. I don't know about that. The breakfast pizza was kind of gas. Well, I, let me rephrase. Most of the time, it's not good.
1: There's, there's been a few decent ones where I'm like, "Damn, that kind of looks kind of sounds kind of sounds kind of gas." You know, sounds kind of gas. I'm gonna have to whip out my do- what? What? Huh.
0: All right. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, he uh he he had his debut post, but we'll talk about the show when it actually does air because like I am I am still like interested in it to a degree. Not like it, in like a morbid curiosity way. It's like it's like whenever it's like uh what's what comparison I can make. It's like you know like NASCAR, you know like cars crash and you'll see like oh my god blank crash and it's like a highlight video on Twitter and you'll watch the highlight video. I have that same level of excitement for the slap. By really. the way,
1: the I'm build ups the build ups for the slaps, ha have to be insane, you know, because it's like it's such a you know short period of time. I mean, unless oh, the yeah. unless the exchanges go on a while, but you know, there's like, only uh, three
0: rounds, and I'm pretty sure they're only allowed to slap once. I think. How, how does the decision work then? Do you want me to find the rules right now? Yeah, sure. This will be an interesting bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, if you guys listen to the show, you know what you're getting at this point, you know, um, just two guys talking, just shooting the shit. I mean, you know, we're not professional, but here are the rules. So because this is officially this is a officially sanctioned sport for those <laughs> of you that are not aware, at least in the state of Nevada. Dude, are they Are they fucking, are they, are they, is fucking USADA testing these fucks, dude? No, wait, no, so that's to my knowledge. Dude, you can be fucking roided out. I hope so.
1: Dude, what the fuck? That's crazy.
0: All right, so it's going to air on TBS. Here are the power slap rules, Angel. Shut the fuck up. They're very important. Very important. (laughs) This is huge, you know, um, for when it debuts in a week, you know, after Dana White's power slap. But it's going to be three to five rounds. Competitors will alternate slaps, or as the promotion calls them, strikes. Each fighter will get the same amount of strikes unless one fighter is deemed unable to continue prior to completion. A coin toss determines which competitor goes first. Flinching, blocking, or delaying the match are considered fouls. Each fighter will disclose which hand they will use prior to the slap, and each fighter will disclose their count, the number of lined up, similar to a golfer gauging distance to a, gol- uh, a golf ball in a drive. They will pump prior to their strike. Are there judges?
1: Uh, that's what I'm saying. What if no one gets knocked out? I have. I mean, are there
0: are there judges? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. John. I can't <laughs> find out this. Dude, they are. This thing has been. This you know what's crazy is we're watching. You know, like uh, Vince McMahon had like the XFL and it failed twice. Well, I guess the second time wasn't necessarily his fault, but it failed. You know. It was, like, what was the second? Was the second time because of COVID? Dirt, yeah, but the the league was actually doing well. well was, but Josh, they're coming back. They are coming back, but that that's with the Rock. I think like you know, but it's just fucking Vince. <laughs> I, McMahon. Can't, I, I can't believe they're coming back again, dude. The third comeback. I mean to be fair, the second iteration was actually really, really fun. But like, are, are you ready? It. Are you ready for the Vegas Vipers, Josh? And the St. Louis Battlehawks? Are you kidding it? me? Of course, I'm prepared. I'm the actually St- watching. I'm actually hyped, dude. I'm actually hyped. Not gonna lie. The Arlington Renegades, you know, like. Angel, you we see? have we have an answer. What we have an answer? It is the method of victory in the Power Slap League. Like boxing and MMA, power slot judging is based on a ten point must system with a round winner scoring ten points and the opponent scoring nine or fewer. Judging criteria is based on the defender's effectiveness as well as defender's reaction and recovery time. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> dude, dude, what the fuck?
1: This is such a dumb sport. Dude, if you have the cold if you're if you're literally the iciest, iciest motherfucker, you you can be unfaded. Correct,
0: yeah. There's like no, the, the weirdest part is, is there's literally no qualifications to do this either. Like, they literally, they, these are not trained athletes. They're just people going up and slapping. Shit, I it. I wouldn't but do it. But, like, that they have be. a good enough story to make it on TV. Would you do it? Fuck yeah. You could, Well, I guess it depends on the pay. I'm not gonna go out there and get knocked out by a slap on national television for, like.
1: You're making 10 and 10. No. Really? This for, for. I would not do it for 10 and 10. That's 10K, your bank account, Josh.
0: You know what? You're right. I'd probably do it for 10 and 10.
1: I guess I guess I didn't
0: think about like the prep okay, so my, my mindset going my mindset when you ask me the question is like do you, you know how like it's like would you fight in the UFC for 10 and 10? And what you're thinking is like, oh, you're gonna have to have way more, you know, you have to train a lot, and you're gonna get your ass kicked, and you know you're gonna get fucked up. This is just slapping. So yeah, I guess I would take the 10 and 10. Because I really would not have to train for it that much. I'd just pull up. I'd, pr- I'd probably just go and, like, I don't even know what the fuck. How do you train for this? <laughs> do you just, like... They're, they train, though. I've seen, like, some... I've seen, like, not, I, I guess I've seen some videos of them training, I guess that's the proper way to put it. Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, slap, slaply po- po- postpone. We'll talk about it in, you know, a week, I guess. But, anyways, man, it's the only... That's, in case you're curious, that is the only repercussion that Dana faced for his... uh his own power slap, so interesting. But uh yeah, man. Um yeah, but um last couple of bits of news, a uh, friend of the show, Mike Jackson has been released just a kind of quick follow up on our uh situation which happened and by our situation, I mean Jake Shields and Mike Jackson getting into the least entertaining street fight of all time. Uh Mike mm-hmm. Jackson has been released. It's probably had nothing to do with the Jake Shields situation, but uh, definitely didn't know how it matters. And what's your reaction also? Just uh, the closed on Mike Jackson's UFC career. I mean, it was fun while it lasted, man.
1: <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's
0: where I'm at, too. Are you excited at all?
1: He made his money, though. I mean, you got to give fucking credit to that, man. He made his fucking money.
0: Yeah, this, I mean... Look, love or hate Mike Jackson, the man for real stepped up. You know, had I think he I think he was like three and six as an amateur fighter, got the call to fight Mickey Gall in like a week's notice, and turned that into like a fucking solid. What when did he fight Mickey Gall? 2016, twenty sixteen. Seven year career, that's pretty fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, that's about a that's a cap on that. And the last bit of news, Jake Paul, the problem child. We've been we've been talking about when will he, you know, when will he return? Who will he face? Angel, we have an answer. Oh shit! Do kind really? of, oh. kind of, not Cut. really. Cogged. I know. Jake Paul will be allegedly competing in MMA under the PFL. He also got ownership equity in the promotion. Angel. Hmm. <laughs> Any, I mean, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say about this because it's, it's like there's so little information. I I really don't know what's going to happen. He's going to have he's going to be part of this special division, is what they said, right? The super fight division. So he's not going to be complete. That's essentially the name of their uh, for fighters that don't want to compete in uh, the tournament. Essentially, it's, it's called their super fight division.
1: So so is he going to be competing? Is he essentially be doing a Clarissa Shields?
0: Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Shit, we haven't seen Clarison forever too. No, I think she's she was gonna fight on the end of the year show. I don't know what happened there. But um
1: Yeah, well no, I mean she got so busy with everything else. I mean she's doing great in boxing, it's almost like why even bother going back to MMA, you know, to an extent.
0: Yeah, true. I mean it's gonna be interesting, man. I mean I think that with um they gotta be really careful how they matchmake him though, man. They gotta be very, very careful. Because I think like here's the here's kind of the issue. In, like, in boxing, there. I mean, I guess, unless he wants to fight older boxers, you know, that would actually kind of be funny if he did the exact inverse, but, like, in boxing, you're kind of, he had an avenue where he was, like, able to fight these older, washed MMA guys who had no boxing experience, and it's very easy for them to beat. I'm very curious to see how they go about that in MMA, because, like, unless he's he's fighting older boxers, he can't really do the same thing there, you know what I mean? Like there are guys on the regional scene that would fuck up Jake Paul right now, so they have to be very, very careful with you know matchmate. Angel, I'm being dead serious. It's not even just because I have faith in you as my friend. You know? I think if they gave you a year of training up, he could be Jake Paul in MMA. Just saying. <laughs> I think I think you've been hitting, you've been you've been training for a minute now, your jiu-jitsu was gonna be on point. And jokes aside, you'll have whatever more than he has, you know what I mean? So
1: At least you think highly of me, Josh.
0: I appreciate that. You don't think the same? You don't think you take him? Uh, I give you a year training. Fucking bad. Which is what Jake will probably have. Well, what? Fuck, dude, I don't know. You're finding at 195. God, who, I mean, you never know, right? Never,
1: <laughs> still tough out, dude. You know what I mean? Even I gotta give myself a
0: little, you know? You know, yeah, or right, fine, 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 but... I'm just you. you understand my well, point. I'll
1: put it like this: If I was like, if I had like a decent wrestling background, or I was like a uh, even a collegiate, or like even like a fucking community college wrestler or whatever, dude, or a small college wrestler, I'd be like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I fucked this dude up. Fuck. I fucked this dude up.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but you see, my overall point, though, my point is that like he's going to be struggling to find like not sh- maybe not struggling necessarily, but it, they have to be very very careful. Because uh, in MMA, like in boxing, it's much easier. That's why you always see, like, wide boxing odds. Like, if a boxing match is within two, three to one odds, you're like, oh, shit, that's close. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? But in, in MMA, that rarely happens just because, you know, you, you don't right. really
1: know. There is, there's never fucking minus 3,000, you know, versus fucking whatever. It's, it
0: happens, but it's extremely rare.
1: Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you don't know. But it's, it's not as often as boxing. You could literally go on MGM right now or whatever sports book you want, not sponsored, not sponsored. Uh, and, <laughs> and if I could go to boxing, you'll see the fucking betting odds. You see how fucking wide they are. And then you go to M you could literally go to this week's card for the fucking UFC and see how fucking much tighter the fucking
0: lines are. Six to one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah man. And that's, that's kind of the thing is you, you have odds like that on a normal night in boxing. and MMA, they're just incredibly rare, like six to one probably the maximum you're going to have. Um, and all I'm saying is, like, I don't know if it'll be difficult for him to find an opponent. But that's the thing, man. You know, in MMA, you, you can you can pit the wrong guy, you, know, you wake the wrong motherfucker up, and it's GG. You know, and it doesn't even have to be like a guy that you're expecting to win. You know, the upsets happen all the time. I'm not sure if it's because smaller gloves or different sport or whatever it may be, but uh, yeah, Jake's to be very, very careful with how he match makes himself, uh, in the future. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I think that's that's all we got in terms of nudes that's All we got for the show, um. You guys enjoyed it. I'm at Josh Evanoff on Twitter. He's at AngelTango underscore o one at that Sound for all things related to the show. Our TikTok, our YouTube, it's all killing it. Hope you guys continue to enjoy our content. that We upload there as well as all the stuff that we've been doing lately. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and Bud grease.
1: Mouse click.